Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Bachelor Blab. I'm your host, Jackie Maroney, and my guest today is Emily Marcus from Us Weekly. Hi, Emily. Hey, guys. How are you, Jackie? I'm good. So Emily, guys, is actually calling in all the way from Croatia, <laughs> which it's been crazy to schedule um, an interview with you, but I'm happy you could finally make it. What are you doing in Croatia, first of all? It's so nice to, you know, get a little break from all the craziness. I've just been exploring all over from Dubrovnik. You know, we're in Split, going to Venice and Slovenia and a bunch of little places on my uh, European adventure this summer. It's really fun. Oh, that's amazing. Croatia is actually on my short list of places that I really, really want to go to. Um, the last time I was in Europe was maybe two-ish years ago, and I feel like everyone was talking about how beautiful Croatia is. It's amazing, and I'm such a Game of Thrones nerd, so like going to see where they filmed it was like the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> Which, what do they film in Croatia? It's King's Landing, right? King's like, Landing. So uh, I got the I put the Instagram caption on. I probably annoyed half of my following who has no idea what I'm talking about, but I was really satisfied. <laughs> no, they know. Everyone knows. And I feel like they're happy to see King's Landing in its original state before it got burned down. <laughs> like, <TV> exactly. <laughs> it's like the grand reopening of King's Landing, everybody. So yeah, funny. Literally. I think, you know, obviously this is not a Game of Thrones podcast, it's a Bachelor podcast, but I'm going to need to say this first. Um, I feel like... <laughs> One of the, I mean, obviously, like, we all had our issues with the last season of Game of Thrones, but um, when Daenerys was burning down King's Landing, spoiler alert, if you guys didn't know, but um, one of the things that made me so sad about the whole situation, except for, like, the obvious reasons of why you would be sad, is that King's Landing is such a beautiful city, and I see her, like, burning down, like, the castle and all this stuff, and I was just like, oh my god, she's just ruining all of this history. So much history. (laughs) You see the documentary, they Totally I explain like how they built a fake set. It was wild. I actually haven't seen it. I saw. I mean, obviously, like I love Game of Thrones and watched all the episodes. And then I was out of town when the documentary aired, and then just never got around to it. I actually do have been meaning to watch that. So so good. Definitely yeah. add it to your list. <laughs> um. So tell me a little bit about you. You know, you work for Us Weekly. I know you do some reporting on The Bachelor. Is that all that you do um, coverage on, or what other stuff do you do? I've done any, everything from, you know, write, writing breaking news headlines. I was uh, on the job when Chloe first got cheated on, so that was a really fun day. Um, I can tell you that I like, gave birth. Like, I just know all these random dates. And then, um, yeah, I've done everything from, you know, writing stories to uh, covering the Oscars, the Grammys, the Golden Globes. I've gotten to you know, go to some really amazing events, interview some people who've made me, you know, totally plots. But, the, you know, it's always weird that people ask me who I get starstruck over. I've interviewed Anne Hathaway. I've interviewed Emma Stone. And, like, the people that still get my heart beating are like, oh, my God, I just talked to Ben Higgins. So, like, it's just funny. But, uh, but yeah, I'm kind of all over the place for them. And it's been a, it's been a really fun ride. That's amazing. And so you, you could say that you are um... – an expert on all things bachelors, quote unquote, so to speak. <laughs> My favorite days are um, the filming for uh, men tell all, women tell all. It's like an eight hour filming thing, and like, it's like kind of peeling back the curtain in the bachelor world. I know. I can't. I can't believe that they film those things for 
eight hours. And then what we get is like one to two hours. I just can't even imagine all the stuff that gets left on the cutting room floor. You know, we all plan ahead. We bring blankets, we bring food, and it's just like the best marathon day ever. So let's just get into the episode. I feel like we're dealing uh, across the seas, nine hour time difference. I think we just got to get into what we came let's here to do. Let's do it. Um, So first thing, actually, I do want to talk about, and I know this story has hit us weekly, is I want to talk about Jed, and I want to hear what you think about this, because um, it has been, I have mixed feelings about it. I know, I feel like a lot of people, so for anyone who doesn't know, um, there was a story that broke, it was from People TV, People News, People, is that what they're called? People? People, just people. It's just people, yeah, I don't know why I'm trying to add more to it. It's just People Magazine. (laughs) the news service, they, they broke a story, um, coming from Jed's ex-girlfriend that he had a girlfriend right up until he left for filming. They were exclusive. They were saying, I love you. So like, it was a pretty serious relationship and that she has text messages that prove that he was saying things like, I love you so much. Like, I'm just going on for my career. This is going to be a great opportunity for both of us and like, see you on the other side essentially. And then he came back, he ghosted her and I don't think she's heard from him since, and, you know, we don't know how far Jed makes it in the competition, but he's there's about, like, six guys left. Jed's still there. Hannah still really likes Jed and seems to be really right. falling for him. He seems to be a contender for, like, really the top spots here. Everyone is freaking out. Everyone's like, what a scumbag, all these horrible things, and I get it. What do you think about this? Um, here's why I'm so upset about this. Last year, I um, contacted – actually, maybe even earlier this year, I found out that Tasha. If everybody remembers oh, from yes. the season, Taisha was actually had the exact same situation as Jed. And I found this guy, Chase, she was dating just by, you know, doing my due diligence on Instagram, um, made contact with Chase, same exact situation, very serious for 10 months, up together, like went on a romantic vacation to the Caribbean right before she left, told each other, I love you, said, see you when this is over, you know, my Godspeed. And then all of a sudden, you know, we see Taisha's top three. We see Tasha's on Paradise, never talks to this guy again. So it really makes me have hesitations about this whole process. And obviously we know people go on to get a little blue checkmark next to their name and to be talked about and to have fat fit fun boxes sent to their house. But it's like really discouraging when you see people like Jed, who they're setting himself, like they're setting him up on every single shot to think he's going to be in this franchise for a long time, whatever that might be. So it's really, you know, really makes you doubt the whole system when you see things like that happen. I'm like, really, I'm, I can't say I'm surprised because I've, I know that, you know, digging into these things on social media, I'm sure everybody has situations like Jed to some degree, but yeah. it is really disheartening still. It is. And you know, I think where I kind of, um, get like end up on it is just that, you know, I get it. Like y- I understand that this is probably not the most genuine way to find love. Like you're going on a TV show. I understand. And I don't think I've said this before. I don't think there's anything wrong with going on this TV show, knowing that, you know, you're going on national television and there are going to be opportunities that come with that. And I think as long as you're, you're open to the experience and the opportunities, that's fine. I also think it's okay to, I don't know, we're humans. We date people to be dating someone and be like, all right, I'm going to go take this opportunity. You know, if, if the other person's okay with it, which I don't know if I would be, if my boyfriend said to me like, Hey, I'm going to go maybe date this other girl. I'm like, if it doesn't work out, I'll come back to you. Like, I don't think I would accept 21st that. century for you. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, but I, you know, I don't think I would accept that, um, and continue that relationship, but you know, no judgment. If you want to stay in that relationship and kind of see where it goes, that's fine. My biggest thing is when it comes down to, and it, like if Jed had gone on the show, made it a couple rounds, he, you know, he got to sing on national television, that's great, and then kind of ducked out, 
I would be a little bit more okay with it because you know, at the end of the day, it is a TV show. My thing is, it's like, now you're, now you're like fucking up with someone else's heart now. Like poor Hannah is actually like genuinely looking for love. She genuinely thinks she's finding it in him. And he is just blatantly lying to her. And that's where I think it's like starting to cross a line. Like I think if Jed knew that he was just trying to go on the show for exposure, I mean, it's it's the reality of the and world. He blatantly told her he was, which is like such a funny thing. It's like he was so honest about that. He's probably like, oh, I'm covering all my bases. Told right? this shit that I basically wanted to come on the show for fame. Nothing else is going to come out. Got that out of my way. Don't have to answer that in interview questions. And my brain as a reporter immediately goes to how production is prepping Hannah now for when she has the men tell all soon. Like there are going to be probably 11 reporters talking to her afterwards and it's all going to be embargoed until later on. You probably know who's who and like, you know, probably 11 reporters in the top media outlets, anywhere from like Hollywood reporter to like blogs who each get, you know, more or less seven to 10 minutes with her. They're all going to be grilling her about this. And I'm just like thinking to myself as a rep- the reporter in me is thinking, how are the producers going to prep her like media train her to spin this because it's like so bad but you you say like how how hannah's gonna prep for this situation but i like i don't does she need to like how does she need to spin it like none of this is her fault none of this has anything to do with her really um i think the only way it would look really bad is if she not if she picks him but if she picks him finds out this and then stays with him but there's also the people on the other side the like supporters who are like and this happened with Tasha too the people who are like oh what if like you know jed was really well intended meant to go back to Haley, the name of the girl who made these allegations and then all of a sudden he really found his one true soulmate head over heels fell in love with hannah had no idea that would happen, which like very well could be true, but it's like, they'll have to address it to some degree. They always do. They'll dance around it, but it's like Becca and Garrett when Garrett had his whole Instagram scandal, which wasn't even a scandal. He was just liking quotes about what he believes in. I didn't really think that was a bad thing, but people made a huge deal out of it because it was like less popular political topics. And then Becca had to defend that. So it's like the lead is always going to be in the situation where they have to, to some degree, like defend the person that they like. If, if Jed gets this far, which we don't know yet, Right. But I, it'll be interesting to see Han- how Hannah addresses it because she has the whole persona of like, I'm a woman and I can do whatever I want. So it's going to be interesting to see how she kind of like plays the whole situation out. I always look forward to seeing how they, how they dance around that or how they, how she'll address it. I know. I want, well, I wonder now that now that this is out, if they're going to ha- like film an extra segment of him telling her and like put it in and mm. pretend like it's not pretend like it was a while ago or something that could really happen too yeah i mean god the bachelor's been throwing some crazy curveballs at us the past three <laughs> years know. who knows but also my thing too is you know what like you were saying if he yeah he went in with the best of intentions and then he fell in love it happens the heart wants what it wants you can't control it my thing is but he also ghosted this girl which in my opinion mm-hmm. is just like i know 2019 everyone goes everyone but i think Ghosting is the scummiest thing you can do in the world. Just say you're not interested in someone. Like it takes, like it's 10 minutes of an uncomfortable conversation, but it's just like, it's just the right thing to do. Like, you know, like, sorry, but just do it. You have, you can't ghost people. I think that just shows such poor character that like he showed up back after the show and now has still not spoken to this girl. I mean, I guess she, I always try to like look at it from so many angles. Like she could be like coming forward at this for no reason, but it always makes me think like, why she's a private life. She liked this guy. Like, why does she have any reason to like make a whole spectacle out of this and just come up with things? Like, I really do think that like he did something wrong here and like, People are going on the show more and more and more just to launch their own businesses and to do whatever. And it's like, 
so it leaves such a phony taste in your mouth, like seeing what he did to this girl and seeing like, again, with like Chase and Tasha, same situation, ghosting. It's like, it's just so uncool. It's just, it's just not, it's just so rude. Like it's just plain out rude. I know, but I guess, you know, maybe that's the kind of people that get attracted to go on this show to be given begin with like it, it, it like I don't know you are going on a tv no. show like I think you, like no one is going on that with the only one motive being to find their true love like and I also don't I'm sorry like I'm I've become more cynical I also don't buy it when guys are like I was hoping it would be you I'm in love with you like two days after meeting her it's like it is a tv show but it's also like you're a human being and you're a dude like come on yes all right well you segued me perfectly into it the the man of every single hour of this fucking season. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, um, I honestly feel like the producers, like, are probably, like, I feel like on purpose they wanted to kind of throw him under the bus at the beginning to kind of break the trend of, like, the past five first impression roses being the winners. They're like, we're going to switch it up a little bit. And then it spiraled into him being a huge disaster who no one wants to watch and who Hannah is probably being forced to like stick around but that's the thing is I don't think she's being forced I think she sees something in him and I don't know we've all been there right like we've all been like pining over the guy that like we know is bad for us and we know is like kind of a shitty person but like you're, <laughs> you're so attracted and there's so much passion and it's like you don't know what's, I don't know <laughs> or no totally I mean that's just like the human in all of us and like she's very honest about it but it's like ugh. I mean he could be getting a horrible edit like there are some times where I'm watching the guys getting up on him or I'm watching him talk especially last week and I was just like I don't really get what he's doing wrong here like I didn't think the one-on-one date was as catastrophic as Hannah seemed to make it out to be but I mean we're not getting we're only getting a very small portion of the story we're only getting what they want us to see so it's really hard to like fully judge him and analyze his behavior without like getting everything but still he like really frustrates me but yeah I think she's holding on to him for like the sake of passion yeah no I, and I get that I think I've said this before as well I I think put Luke P and Hannah not in this show situation mm-hmm. and put them as just like two people who met in normal life I do think w- while there there have been some red flags which lead me to believe that I think their relationship would not be a very healthy one long term I don't think he would be like as psycho. I just think this environment is really bringing totally. out the worst of, of him. Which like, we've seen. Of- we've seen that happen to so many people. Like it's, it, it happens. And I get it kind of like, Oh my I- God, I would be a psychopath. I would be like, Oh my God. Like especially, no words. Especially if you're actually starting to develop feelings for the bachelor or bachelorette to so be competitive. in a house with all of these other people who are also developing relationships with them. And then having to listen to it and see it, like, I don't think that would be a healthy environment for me as well. So, like, on one level, I kind of get why Luke, especially because he had such an, an initial strong connection with Hannah, I get why he's kind of spiraling in this way. And I, so I don't think he's necessarily an awful person. But I think from Hannah's perspective, it's like, dude, you have so many other guys that are really, really into you and respectful and nice and hot. Like, don't waste your time with the one that keeps making you cry. Like, totally. I mean, I do think they're compatible to some degree, but I also think like she needs to just like look at the red flags for what they are. Stop making excuses for him as we all have made excuses for that one guy on our lives and just move along. Because like you said, like there are a lot of other really good options. And I feel like it's so upsetting kind of like shifting gears. I feel like we really don't know any of them. We don't even know her that well. And I want to like 
fiddle out the people who we don't care about. Like this episode did that. The eliminations weren't surprising. And then like get into the real stuff and like start getting to know them. I know. Well, because I feel like, I mean, I do this podcast every single week and every single week it's like, okay, let's talk about Luke P. And I'm kind of done talking about Luke P. <laughs> like there's so much more going, like, I don't know. Well, or at least there should be so much more going on. And yet I'm just always talking about him. And I don't know. I'm frustrated because on one hand I get it. We've all been there. We've all like had been with someone who maybe we know kind of isn't right with us, but we, we stick it out. We see some good there. We see potential. But I think a lot of times when we do that in real life, we do that because like the alternative of like having to be alone and go on dates really scary. Whereas Hannah doesn't have that alternative as like yeah, that the alternative is Tyler C. Hannah, like move yeah, along. Tyler C. I, ugh, how do you feel about Tyler C.? Okay, so the first few weeks, I did not get the hype. And I was like, every time this guy opens his mouth, he sounds like he's drunk at 3 a.m. leaving a frat house. Like, I just thought he was, like, obnoxious and sounded, like, wasted. And nobody, none of my other friends were, like, they were, like, just in this bubble of, like, Tyler C. or the highway. And then I, like, started to catch on. Again, like, I always, like, distrust these guys and, like, think when they're, like, cuddling her and when they're comforting her, like, it's just so phony. But I actually, the only people who I really feel feel it this season are Connor who I think is just adorable and then Tyler C those are the ones who I think are like genuinely like good-hearted mostly Connor to be honest but Tyler C I'm a Tyler fan for sure especially when he took down I don't know if you guys heard about his takedown of James Taylor on Twitter which was just gold please tell me more oh my god so if everybody remembers James Taylor the other singer from Nashville from JoJo's season so he kind of came after Hannah for the way she acted when Luke kind of slut-shamed her last episode and said, like, I wasn't really comfortable with you bungee jumping with Garrett, like, in your underwear. Like, they were actually in their underwear, not fully naked, like the show wanted us to think. But Luke kind of went after Hannah, and then she was like, you know, I'm a woman. I'm my own person. I can do what I want my body. You don't have to come after me, which also, in the first episode, if you guys remember, Luke basically said that he used to be a huge partier and sleep around and do whatever he wanted. He kind of, you know, found God and found his religion and, like, kind of like fix himself so I don't know who what he thinks he is Judge Hannah but he did and then James on on Twitter from Jojo season was kind of like you know like Hannah really shouldn't be doing this like I get Luke's perspective and then Tyler totally slammed James and said don't come after our queen you know Hannah can do whatever she wants like he defended Hannah he also said he was like didn't mind the date happening and then James snapped back at Tyler and said you know, you can, you know, come after me because you have the bigger social media following than I do. And that's fine. So it became like a whole popularity contest, but it was just interesting to see. And again, I'm spoiler free this season, which is weird because I never am, but, um, I don't know how far these guys get. I don't know how far we're going to see Tyler, but he does seem like he's just, you know, really playing out the whole process of the post show. Well, which is hard for some guys to do, especially when they see how they're, you know, portrayed on TV, but he is getting it pretty good at it. So it's probably not that hard to be, to be nice. I know. I, he, I just, he really did surprise me because I did have the same feelings about him at first, especially once you look him up on Instagram, it's like, oh, he's a model. Like we get it. I know (laughs) what you're here for. Tyler C. Has like five email contacts. It's like you have modeling inquiries for him. Like you're covered. So, but he, he did surprise me, but then I'm just like, how do you exist? You're, are you this unicorn? That's just like so good looking, but you don't realize how attractive you are that you're actually like a genuine loyal good guy like I know I'm so skeptical about those things I'm like I just don't know I think she'll probably 
I mean, I, I don't know. I, I like wanted to go for Tyler C, but also don't. Cause I'm like, wait, I need to date Tyler C. <laughs> I know Tyler C like, needs to be available and he needs is, to be is he gonna make the LA move after, um, his bachelorette run. I hope so. But, um, yeah. but I think the, the one person no one is talking about is pilot P. And I think that's actually the person she should be with. I agree. I think he's like the modern day Ben Higgins, like with the, just the right amount of Colton, like taking out the obnoxious parts. Like, I think he is, like, just amazing, so cute, so sweet, really well-intended. There were a few rumors about – I don't want to speak to them entirely because I don't really read it that much into them, but there were some rumors of him having somebody write at home, too, before he left. But, I mean, again, it's, like, people date. It's, like, I don't really blame them for that. He's, like, the perfect guy. Well, because I think, too, like, these are all good-looking guys. Like, of course they're going to be dating someone. Of course. So, like, I don't think that's a big deal. I think the way Jed handled it like, with the ghosting and stuff and is really where that really irks me and kind of rubs me the wrong way. But um, it's just so interesting to me because I feel like everyone's talking about Jed or Tyler C. Like, they seem to – and Luke P, obviously, but for different reasons. And and no one, literally no one, is talking about <laughs> Pilot P. I know. Uh, no. When in reality, I feel like, isn't he the best of both – of all these worlds here? Like, he's – hot she seems she's so attracted to him they clearly have such good physical chemistry but he actually seems like really sweet and into her and genuine and like a nice just a nice guy whereas I think Tyler also seems like a nice guy but I could also see like Tyler is way more attractive than Pilot Pete is like objectively and so I could see Tyler, like, after going on the show and, like, everyone's talking about Tyler, every girl in the world is obsessed with Tyler, like, not being a very, like, loyal and good partner because he doesn't need Hannah. Whereas, like, Pilot P is, like, a, is a little, like, nerdier mm-hmm. and, like, like I feel like she's a little bit out of his league. Like, she's more attractive than him. So he'll... And that's the way I feel like it always should be. Like, I feel like, I don't know, like, I always pay attention, I always pay attention to, like, levels. Like, it sounds so bad. But, like, when people are together, like, oh, we're, like do they like make sense together? Because you don't want to feel like one person's always like not good enough for the other. Like couples need to like make sense together to some degree. And like, I think they definitely match each other's quirkiness, like you said. And like, he also had so much steam at the beginning and it seemed to like slow down and kind of maybe get distracted and hidden behind all this Luke drama that's so unnecessary. But I agree. I feel like he would be, if he doesn't get far enough, I feel like he could be a really serious contender for The Bachelor. He could be because- like, you know, like you said, there are always power dynamics in any relationship, even in really healthy relationships. And I just see with someone like Tyler, when all of this is said and done and they go back to their everyday lives, mm-hmm. like Tyler could get like oh. a little bit cocky and kind of feel like, I, I don't know. Cause Tyler, Tyler is like, a, of course he's like a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous model. Yeah. He's going to be getting 12 yeah. DMs a minute. It's just, it's not going to stop for him. Exactly. And like, he's just getting introduced to the world and he's going to get all these press and modeling opportunities versus which is not to say Hannah's Hannah's also like a drop dead gorgeous woman but I just feel oh, like amazing. Yeah. would be more like steady and like he, he just has like a better head on his shoulders for being a partner for her I feel like she could be more in lust with Tyler than in love like she always says how hot he is and like you know I don't know like I I, I think there is some substance there but like the long term like if she's really looking for a husband um then I think it's more someone like Pete I agree Right. And, she, and that, and what's so crazy to me is like, and she's not going to have to sacrifice any sort of sexual attraction. Like they're clearly so into each other. Oh my God. He like put her up on the uh, little like pool table and like up against the wall. He's like so into her and she's really into him too. And she's like not afraid to show when she's into somebody. 
I know. That's why I just feel like more people need to be talking about him as a serious, like, final two contender because I feel like everyone's like, Jed, Tyler, Jed, Tyler, Jed, Tyler. And it's it's annoying me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think he's seriously – we got to bring back the heat for him because he deserves it. Yeah, we really do. Um, is there I'm any – guy who also knows how to stay out of fights. Like, Garrett, every time he is alone with Hannah, it's like, let's talk about Luke. Like, you can't – that's like the cardinal rule. Don't be the police. Like – stay out of people's drama and just focus on you. And that's like, every, like you know, that's just like Bachelor 101 and Garrett's just breaking every single rule. I know, but I don't think she, like, they had their one-on-one date and whatever, but I don't think she's that into Garrett. Like, I don't I, think so either. I think he, she's just keeping him around. Her eliminations this week made total sense. I think that, you know, Garrett might be the next to go in a few episodes. Yeah, I kind of agree. Um, so yeah. going forward, I feel like we kind of covered it all, unless we want to do, like, deep dives into all these other... <laughs> episode but I feel like we got it I feel like this is good well also she dropped that huge bombshell about her being engaged twice was that out there before um she was engaged twice I think she mentioned that I I honestly missed that in the episode and then I was reading a recap and somebody like dove into that how she said she was engaged twice before oh I don't remember that but I did I also listened to Nick Vile's podcast and she was on his podcast and she did talk about um like basically the only other relationships she had had were like two very serious relationships and like she did kind of talk about that before so maybe she was engaged to both of them I don't know yeah I mean I hope she like dives more into that if that's a thing because she kind of mentioned it in passing and it like totally skipped my mind before I read over it again but uh but yeah I mean I think she Hopefully she's serious about it and uh, knows what she wants. (laughs) I know. And unfortunately, I don't think we're going to be seeing – we're going to be seeing so much Luke P that, you know, all the previews with all of the the slut shaming to come and blah, 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 blah. I'm just – I'm over it. But it makes for good television. So here we are. There's always that one scene they tease from, like, week one. It just – that scene for this season hasn't happened yet. So we'll see. I know, but yeah, they. I feel like they did this with Colton's fence jump too, where they always like change things a little bit. So it's like, as the scene gets closer, like less and less, like more and more things go away. Like, do you remember with Colton's like in the, in the first, like in one of the first episodes where they showed this promo and him jumping the fence, then they immediately cut to like all the girls screaming, like seeming like they're all there in the same moment, like trying to trick you that it's actually a bigger deal than it is. And then when it actually happened, it was like, Oh so no one was there. Cool. All the hype for nothing. Typical, typical batch. (laughs) I know. All right. Is there anything else that you want to plug or talk about before we sign off? I really, really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me all the way from Croatia. Send some batch love over across the (laughs) state. Oh, I will. No, I'm so, thank you so much again for having me. Um, just, I I guess everybody can follow me on Insta. Mm -hmm. It's just Emily Blair Marcus, B-L-A-I-R, my middle name. And, uh, yeah, just with Us Weekly, I have my own podcast with Believe coming out in July. It's called Housewives and Vanderpump, so uh, you can guess what that's about. We'll have to have you on, too, yeah. to kind of um, analyze everything in the uh, 90210 world um, over over there in West Hollywood. And Hills. So, Wait, yeah. I, need, I need to start watching so I can come on as a guest. That's perfect. It is the best. These people are like reality TV gold. Like, they just are killing the game it's just amazing so looking forward to your new podcast coming out and thank you so much again for taking the time i really appreciate it of course and thank you guys my loyal listeners once again for tuning into bachelor blab 
We will be back with an all-new episode next week. Make sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jackie Maroney underscore. And obviously, if you have any questions about the show, the process, any questions for specific contestants, tweet them at me using the hashtag BachelorBlab, and I will be sure to read them and ask them to my guests. And without further ado, see you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.